Listen up. Our vibrant world is speaking to us. The Touch of Sound presents authentic sound recordings from around the world. If a picture is worth a thousand words, how many is a sound worth? Together, we will find out. My name is Jesse Marks. I'm a musician and sound engineer. And I'm Jonah Marks, a passionate explorer who inspires us to go to far off places. And together, we we are the Marks Brothers. For over a decade, we've been on the go, collecting sound recordings from all over the globe. We travel at a furious pace, but when we stop to record, it slows us down to appreciate the moments. Each recording creates a snapshot in time, a story to be told, or a glimpse into a better understanding of our planet. Join us as we spotlight the world in a unique and different way. Hey everybody, welcome to The Touch of Sound, a show bringing you authentic sound recordings and stories from around the world. My name is Jesse Marks, and I'm a sound engineer. And I'm Jonah. I'm the passionate traveler of the duo who inspires us to go to far-off places, and few places are as far off from where we live in Minnesota as India. Many people we know and trust have always told us there's no place on the planet like India, and it certainly did not disappoint. It's culturally rich, chaotic, full of diverse experiences, but most of all, it's just insane at times. It's just so different from our culture and certainly quite a trip to go there and explore. We were only there for a couple weeks and only began to scratch the surface. It's a sensory overload. There's so much happening all at once. And because of the project, when we record, it does force us to slow down and just be in the moment and just try to settle in because everything is so distracting. I distinctly remember this one moment walking down the streets of Jodhpur and there were three motorbikes coming at me from three different directions, all honking at me, but it was the tuk-tuk that I really had to dodge and jump out of the way from. There was a cow standing in the street all the while. The shopkeepers are yelling at me because they wanted to sell me something, and that was like one moment of just a few seconds. Pretty impossible to describe through words, so we're going to do it through sounds. Our first sound today takes us to the Ellora Caves. This is one of India's countless cultural wonders and a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It contains one of the largest rock-cut complexes of caves in the world, and it's a pretty spectacular site. Cave after cave is filled with intricate carvings of art featuring symbolism from Hindus, Buddhists, and Jains. But what I remember most was just thinking about all the time it would have been spent and the dedication to chisel out a complex like this. One of my favorite moments was when we were in one of the caves. A local man chanted for us and demonstrated the amazing echo inside. next sound, we're going to stay near the caves, and the closest city to the Alora site is Aurangabad. And along with tourism from the caves, the city also has a large manufacturing and IT sector, making it one of the fastest growing cities in India and actually all of Asia. And because of that, sprawling markets exist to serve the growing population, including this morning vegetable market. 
There were people everywhere. There were rows and rows of colorful fruits and vegetables piled high. And this sound, like all the sounds on the Touch of Sound website, have a photo paired with it, and we encourage listeners to visit the website. Everywhere we went in India was fascinating for a variety of reasons, but my favorite stop on the trip was the holy city of Varanasi, so we're going to play a couple songs from there next. Located on the Ganges River, this spiritual city was incredible to visit. All along the river are these ghats, or staircases, that are each used for various purposes or ceremonies. And Hinduism has millions of gods, maybe even billions. But what I found really interesting is that the Ganges River itself is considered a god, and people from all over the country and the world come to Varanasi to bathe in the holy river. Yes, but what I found amazing was just the sheer number of ceremonies that occurred throughout the entire day. However, this sound takes us to the river before sunrise. Each morning on the Asigat, female students come out and chant Sanskrit mantras as a way to pay homage to and respect the sun as it rises. While on the subject of Hindu mantras, this particular recording contains chanting from the Rig Veda. These ancient texts date back thousands of years and are often considered to be one of the oldest books in the world. This was at a school located near the banks of the Ganges, where students were learning how to chant the mantras. Bye. Uh-huh. 
staying in Varanasi but switching it up a bit, like most places we encountered in India, the local vendors are always vocal calling out their products, and this sound of the peanut vendors was recorded in the maze-like streets away from the river. Even in these narrow back streets where it appears to be calm, a passing motorbike may sneak through, reminding you of the nearby chaos. And our final sound from Varanasi is one of my all-time favorites. Through a friend of a friend, we were connected with Connie Rao, who runs a local school there. We were fortunate to be able to visit the Asha Deep School and spend some time with the students, and they rewarded our time spent by allowing us to record them singing the Indian National Anthem. Wow, that was a very beautiful recording. It was an honor to be invited to the school and meet Connie and some of the students. One of my favorite parts about our project is its inclusive nature. Many of the sounds we feature were recorded by Jesse and I, but also many have been recorded by others. Sometimes from people we know, sometimes from people we have sent out in the world with recorders, but sometimes people we have never met who just stumble upon our website and decided to reach out. And one of those outside contributors is Suraj Samal from India, and we have him on the show today. Hey, hey, Suraj. Welcome. (laughs) So nice to hear you guys. We are excited to play this nature recording from India, but first, Suraj, please tell us a little bit about the frog. They are this bright lemon yellow colored frog, and when they uh, blow up their uh, neck, which is like, you know, uh, it's a really uh, deep navy blue kind of a color. Uh, purple, almost like a dark purple. And when they create that sound, you know, there is a uh, ripple effect that happens on the surface of the water. You know, it's also uh, amazing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love thinking about that visual of the frog making the sound wave across the water while it was croaking. Yes, that is very cool. And Siraj, maybe you can tell us a little bit about the experience of recording those frogs. I took my recorder and sat there uh, for a while. And uh, I didn't expect that, you know, that sound that you heard after, let's say, 10 seconds. I didn't expect that. That happened uh, after, you know, 15 minutes uh, after sitting there. And all of a sudden, there was uh, you know, the croaking that sounded like, you know, the croaking is on steroids. And then you hear that it sounded like an orchestra for after the sudden movement. So definitely, <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it was a beautiful experience. Weird, of course. But then again, like it, it, it didn't sound like a frog croaking. It sounded like an orchestra. Yeah, I love that. That's That's just like us when we record, where sound just happens. And sometimes we feel lucky that we're recording and... I can totally agree that sometimes nature has its own orchestra. And thanks, Siraj, for being on the show, and we hope to have you again here soon. Absolutely. Same here. And a reminder about our project and its inclusivity, and please reach out to us if you have any sounds that you would like to share. Our final sound from India takes us to the Thar Desert in the northwestern part of the country. It's over 200,000 square kilometers, and it's the most populated desert in the world. Certainly a bit of a tourist gimmick, but on the recommendation of a close friend, we did an overnight camel safari while there. And yes, it was a touristy thing, but this being India, it was still quite an adventure. After a long and uncomfortable day of riding camels, eventually we got into our camp for the night, and after buying a few cold beers from the guys carrying them around in burlap sack, a group of musicians showed up and started to play this local music. This was an Imwari style of folkloric music, and besides the beautiful voices, the instrument was this distinct reeded flute. I remember just dancing like crazy in the desert, by the fire, under the stars, and it was clear they had the desert operation on lock when the beer salesman kept showing up just at the right time. And that concludes today's India episode. A quick recap of what you just heard. Chanting inside the Alora Caves. A vegetable market in Aurangabad. A morning ceremony in Varanasi. Chanting from the Rig Veda. A peanut vendor roaming the narrow streets. The Indian National Anthem, sung by students. The Indian Bullfrog, recorded by guest contributor Suraj Samal. Mwadi folk music recorded in the Thar Desert.
To hear all these sounds again, and many more, we invite you to visit our website, thetouchofsound.com. We also invite you to become a contributor by recording and submitting your own sounds. It could be from travel or just sounds from your hometown or region that you would like to share with the world. Our project is inclusive and collaborative, so we encourage you to reach out if you have recordings or if one of our sounds could benefit any creative projects you are working on. Simply connect with us at thetouchofsound at gmail.com. Once again, this is the Touch of Sound podcast, and we're so glad you've joined us as we spotlight the world using authentic sound recordings. Oh,